the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here on a solo mission today. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. My tag team partner, Nate Lundy, uh, is getting a Brazilian wax at the moment, uh, but he's going to drop some pucks and make some bucks uh, in game three of the Stanley Cup Finals tomorrow. So he'll be back in action. Oh, speaking of action, have you seen Najee Harris's player prop uh, this season at DraftKings Sportsbook? Well, it just dropped at 1,000.5 rush yards, and I'm breaking out the on the over on that at minus 112 and make your voice be heard. Vote now at Noisy Wavos on the over the under. I'll share poll results at the end of this pod. By the way, follow Lundy on Twitter as well. At Nate Lundy. Why am I so high on Harris? Uh, well, the guy is a rolling beer keg. He's big bodied. He's bruising. He was top 12 last season. And yards of the contact per attempt for Roll Tide, uh, the national champion Alabama Crimson Tide, and also top 12 in total missed tackles for. So, you know, he is going to get a vigorous workload uh, from start to finish this upcoming season. No, I'm not worried about Benny Snell. No, I'm not worried about Anthony McFarland. Those guys are afterthoughts. Uh, the reason why the Steelers spent high draft capital around one pick on Harris is because they want him to be the new Le'Veon Bell. So I think at a minimum, you're going to get anywhere between 17 to 20 touches per game. A large chunk of that coming on the ground. Of course, he's an adept receiver as well. Sure, there's question marks about the offensive line. Only the L.A. Chargers had a worse run-blocking grade a season ago than Pittsburgh, but they have made some investments there, and we know that offensive line play can improve overnight if everybody can congeal uh, in training camp. So based on the volume, based on the skill set, uh, based on the field stretchers that this team has, and Chase Claypool and Juju Smith-Schuster and Deontay Johnson, I think Najee Harris is going to cruise. He's going to smash past this number again 1000.5 rush yards get in on that and anything else under the betting sun right now at DraftKings Sportsbook which is my favorite sports book and America's top rated sports book I love using DraftKings Sportsbook it is easy to navigate it's plenty of instructions for new bettors and nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action my friends and family have been digging DK Sportsbook as well and I know you will too so listen to this amazing offer DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in side credits. That's right. Pick any basketball team that is still in contention. That one buckaroo and that, that team scores a W, you win $100 in side credits. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code FTN for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. New customers only. Wager paid out inside credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana. 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, on this hashtag Tequila Thursday, bartender, pour me another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, let's go to a team that absolutely bludgeoned my Cubs yesterday. Cubs raced out to a 7-0 lead in the top half of the first. Then was 15 unanswered runs, henceforth, by the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, just embarrassing uh, for my Northsiders and a complete tailspin at this moment. Uh, they're kamikazing, and uh, they're about to hit the surface 
of the earth and explode. So anyway, uh, not, you know, looking at the Cubs specifically, let's turn our attention to the Brew Crew. Uh, They go from Miller Park to PNC to take on the Pittsburgh Pirates. And I'm going to take the over on Milwaukee runs four and a half at minus 122. Uh, Look at the pitching match up here. Uh, It is Corbin Burns uh, going up against Will Crow. And, uh, you know, I will eat Crow if Will actually comes out and, you know, twirls a gym. And I doubt he will because he's got a 7.7 ERA in the month of June, 6.50 ERA overall. Uh, a pretty toxic combination of a high walks yield, 4.34 per nine, along with a little gopheritis, giving up 2.17 home runs per nine. And that's why his ERA has suffered as a result. Milwaukee with a robust 755 OPS in the month of June. They have gone over five times in six contests against the Buccos this season. And I know Crow had a tremendous amount of success, eight strikeouts, two earned in five innings against this same club uh, back on June 13th. But it's going to be a very different tale that will be spun in the rematch. So Milwaukee, I think, gets at least uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco runs against the Pirates. Number four. All right, sticking with the baseball theme, let's go to one of the highlight pitching matchups of the evening slate. And for that reason, I'm taking the New York Mets and Atlanta under two and a half runs combined through the first five innings at plus 120. Ooh, gets seduced by the juice. Oh, yeah, it's hitting me in all the right places, and hopefully he's going to hit the bank account with a big old fat W as well. Uh, you look over the last 30 days, both these uh, clubs free swinging, to say the least. Uh, the New York Mets, a number three in total K rate. Atlanta, number four in total K rate again over the last month. And we got Jacob DeGrom going up against Ian Anderson. Uh, everybody knows what DeGrom has done this season to, besides the absurd wrestling match uh, that was making the rounds on social media. Hey, management! In New York, you cannot let your golden boy go out there and do some Greco-Roman in the outfield. He made old pull a groin. He could do something you know, damaging. He is a fragile man, after all. So you got to protect your Waterford crystal there and your stud. Uh, but DeGrom, anyway, this season, 78 innings pitch, six earned runs. That's it. Uh, with a 14.0 AK per nine. Uh, hello, Cy Young. Hello, MVP. I mean, he has been otherworldly. Uh, and, of course, he faced Atlanta uh, just a couple of weeks ago, back on June 21st. Five innings, shutout ball, only allowed a single hit. Uh, and overall this season, just one earned run or fewer in 12 of 13 starts. You look at Ian, Ian Anderson, look, he's not as uh, dynamite as DeGrom, but no slouch either. 3.42 ERA, 9.70K per nine. And in that same matchup, he went toe-to-toe with DeGrom, really matched him. Uh, across, you know, the five innings that he saw action and did not give up a run in that game. I think that is going to be duplicated. A lot of guys raise their game knowing the level of competition uh, on the other dugout, and that's certainly going to be the case tonight in Hotlanta. So New York, the ATL combined under two and a half runs through five innings at plus 120. Number three. All right, let's go on to the NBA. And Giannis is doubtful with that knee injury. He avoided a major setback. Uh, nothing you know, damaging structurally for him. So dodged a bullet there. But it uh, doesn't seem like he's going to you know, cowboy up and see any action tonight. So the onus falls on one Chris Middleton. And I think he's going to have a silky smooth stroke from outside. Give me the over 
on two and a half main triples at minus 127. So not too exorbitant of a juice. Uh, but I think the volume is certainly going to be there. Uh, game one, 0 for 9. Uh, build a skyscraper in that contest uh, from along the perimeter. Uh, and game four, you know, duplicated that uh, sorrowful effort. 0 for 7 from three was Middleton. Uh, but in the games in between, he did make two threes. So it did fall short of that. But in game three, remember he had a six-pack of triples. And I think that is going to be a more or less the case tonight. He has only been over this number two times in seven overall contests uh, against the Hawks this season. He's shooting just 33.3% from the arc in the postseason, but he's jacking up 7.6 attempts per game. So Middleton, for all the monies, raise your game, my man, with Giannis unlikely to suit up. Again, I'm taking the over on two and a half made threes. Stay tuned for my top picks of the day in the MLB and the NBA. Number two. All right, let's go back to the association. Let's go to a guy that has gotten right physically. He was dealing with a tender knee for a handful of games. Uh, was powering through that injury, and his numbers suffered as a result. But Bogdan Bogdanovich started to resemble the player that we saw over the regular season and early on in this postseason in the last game against the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, as in that contest, he went for 20 points and shot the ball really well, started to get some elevation. I'm not focused on his PRA. I'm not focused on his points. I'm zeroing in on the three and a half rebounds line, which I think is a gift from the gambling gods. And I'm going to pound the over at minus 152. And I'm going to have a, a pairing there if you want to reduce the juice and uh, go with a little two-legger if that's uh, too unsavory for your palate at minus 152. But for those uh, that are willing to put their huevos on the line, I do like the over on this one tremendously. Now, he has been under this in every game in the series. Three rebounds, zero rebounds, two rebounds, three rebounds. But again, uh, he hasn't really looked like himself. And and now that he's right at the ship, I think he's going to see a ton of minutes played. We don't know about the status of Trey Young. I think more than likely he will play uh, despite the bum ankle. But Bogdanovich should benefit from having no Giannis in the post. A guy that usually you know sucks up the rebounds off the carom. Uh, and I think Bogdanovich will benefit as a result of that, uh, in the postseason, you know, prior really to the knee injury, he was cashing in early and often on the over three and a half rebounds, uh, has gone over nine to 16 postseason games, has Bogdanovich on this total, and he split right down the middle in the regular season against the Bucks. So he's only been over this one time in six contests against Milwaukee this year. But again, no Giannis. That's a deciding factor here. Bogdanovich crashes the boards on the over three and a half rebounds and uh, kind of an early bonus time, if you will. If you want to match Bogdanovich with a Brewers W, as I outlined earlier on in the pod, uh, on the over four and a half runs, it's plus 129. Oh, yeah. Get enraptured and seduced by that juice. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, let's go to my top strikeout prop in Major League Baseball, and it is Luis Castillo of the Cincinnati Reds over six and a half Ks against the visiting San Diego Padres at plus 110. Gotta love the plus odds there. Castillo has found his stuff again. His all-star form here these last four turns of the rotation has been over this number, and three of his last four, remember, he was getting pounded early on this season. The velocity was there. He was just missing his spots. And as a result, guys were teeing off on him. But 
since June 1st, a 1.71 ERA. Spectacular. Uh, inducing a 57.7 ground ball percentage, uh, which is equally outstanding. Uh, 9.09K per nine over that stretch as well. He faced a San Diego on June 20th in SoCal. And in that game, six innings pitch, two and runs, and seven strikeouts. You look at the Padres, too, over the last 30 days, the 11th highest K rate in Major League Baseball. I think Castillo is dealing tonight. Big red machine cranks. That's why I'm on the over six and a half Ks for Luis Castillo again against San Diego at plus 110. Yeah, Lenny may not be here, but that doesn't mean we're going to stab off bonus time. Uh, again, this is usually where we're both most accurate. So let's work in a couple of additional picks here. Uh, give me Tyler O'Neill to not going to run at minus 110. Uh, he is in Colorado. He is going up against Antonio Cincitella. Uh, who is usually overly generous. And I think uh, Sensatella is going to serve up grapefruits on a silver platter and O'Neill is going to crush one, maybe out of the park, maybe to a gap uh, somewhere that's going to knock in a St. Louis Cardinal. I know the Cardinals have really struggled offensively really the last like 30, 40 days, uh, but they did put up seven runs uh, against Arizona in the last game. And, and O'Neill is a big reason why they're starting to kind of you know, round a corner here and improve offensively. He's got five hits in his last three contests. But then again, when you go up against the Diamondbacks, uh, it's like T-ball and you're six years old all over again. But O'Neill batting 281 on the road this season, 275 in the month of June with an 817 OPS. And he's three for four, small sample size, sure, against Antonio Sinzatella in his career with a home run and three RBIs. Again, Tyler O'Neill knocks in a run. Elsewhere, give me the Philadelphia Phillies under. Yeah. I'll sledgehammer it. Sure, why not? Living and land down under. On the fills, four and a half runs, minus 141. A little bit higher juice, but still uh, nothing, you know, overly inflated here to say, yeah, I got to shy away from this. Why do I like fading the Phillies tonight? Well, it's Pablo Lopez. It's my guy. Two earned runs are fewer in 13 at 16 games started this season. His last outing, and granted, was at home, seven innings pitch against the same Phillies team on May 27th. Uh, just two earned runs in that game. Yeah, the Phillies have a 726 home OPS. And yes, Lopez is a 410 road ERA. But Philadelphia in its uh, uh, tilts against Miami this season under this four and a half runs number in six of nine contests. I'm going to stick with the trend. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention this name. Uh, No line at tape time for this individual, but Bobby Portis. I don't care what the rebounds prop line is. More like it's going to be three and a half, maybe four and a half with no Giannis. He's going to see a nice little uptick in usage. Uh, I love the over. Again, keep your eye out on that one. Hasn't populated a DraftKings sportsbook or really any other sportsbook that's out there. But watch out for Bobby Portis rebounds. If that number is four and a half, maybe even at five and a half. And if it's a plus odds, especially on the over, oh, man, I would pounce like a panther. All over that one. So, again, watch out for Bobby Portis rebounds once it sees the light of day. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Faith That Always podcast. And, oh, yeah, before we get out of here, uh, we got some poll results. Uh, Where do you stand on Najee Harris over under 1,000.5 rush yards? Uh, Just over 200 votes at tape time. And... The over prevails. 58% of our listeners out there say that Harris 
Uh, Will cross the 1,000-yard line on the ground this season. 42% say, nah, uh, he's going to get stuffed because that offensive line is a major issue. So there you go. Love me some Najee Harris. I think, again, the over, maybe even in 14 games, will cash in the end. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Faith of Noise podcast. Uh, please follow moi on Twitter at Noisy Huevos. Follow Lundy there at Nate Lundy. Again, he'll be back on the program tomorrow. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And until next time, as always, fade or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.